Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Magic with Zuby. My name is Zuby and if you're brand new to this show, this show is all about a little well-known card game called Magic the Gathering. So tonight we are talking about none other than Standard. We are going to be diving in a little bit deep of just how people are currently playing standard and has the actual environment of standard change meaning not just the meta game but how people are actually playing and digesting standard as well i ran a few polls on social media to see how people are currently playing standard and while the sample size is pretty small uh it, it was still interesting to see and i want to talk about some of my experiences with that as well too but before we begin, uh, let's get a little bit of announcements out of the way. As you have probably seen, uh, Magic with Zuby, the videos are no longer on my own YouTube channel. I did get rid of that YouTube channel, but now the videos are appearing on the Card Bazaar channel, who is run by what who, that is run by Coach, who is another 10 Street hooligan, and he was gracious enough to let me start uploading videos on his channel, and I appreciate it very, very much. Thank you very much, there, Coach. And it's just sort of a way to just get my content out there to more people, and hopefully you all enjoy it out there. And as well as to help him to add more content to his channel as well, too. So, and also, if you're interested, uh, you know, as usual, this podcast is always found in its audio form on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio, and Spotify. As well as you can find me on Twitter at MagicWithZuby, and you can reach me on Gmail at mtgzuby at gmail.com. And if you wish to help to support the show in any way, shape, or form, uh, you can be sure to check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash magicwithzuby, and be sure to check out the sponsor legitmtg.com for your magic singles and sealed product. Legitmtg.com has your back, and any order over $2 or more gives you free shipping there. All right. Let's get on with the news here. Uh, like I said, we're talking about standard tonight and just really the I, the landscape of standard, right? It's um It's been a very interesting couple years for standard. If you've been playing standard at all for the past couple years, you've definitely noticed a shift in the way standard has been treated by Wizards of the Coast, and by that I mean the amount of bannings that we have seen in Standard the past couple years. Uh, starting off in January of 2017, Standard saw the first banning since, what is it, Jace the Mind Sculptor back in 2011, was it? Yeah, it was 2011 was the last actual standard bannings from Jace the Mind Sculptor and Stoneforge Mystic. Uh, so back in January 2017, uh, Standard saw the bannings of Emrakul the Promise and Smuggler's Copter and Reflector Mage. And then later, that couple months later, after Aether Revolt came out, we saw Felidar Guardian banned as well. And then later, a couple months later after that, we saw Aetherworks Marvel banned as well. So that was a lot of stuff banned in a short amount of time for standard and i have to admit i i've been playing standard heavily i i know i've mentioned before my first actual standard deck um when i was actually you know following the rules of 
you know, formats, constructed formats was when Gate Crash came out and my Boros Reckoner deck was my first standard deck. And pretty much since then, I've always had a standard deck in some shape or form. And then it wasn't until 2017 is when my my faith in the format completely started to shake. You know, at first, when I saw the bannings for, you know, Reflector Mage, Smuggler's Copter, it was definitely, you know, starting to teeter. And I thought, you know, I can still, you know, teamer energy is still a thing, you know. And and then it was the whole Sahili Ray cat combo fellow our guardian was everywhere luckily my local lgs didn't play the copycat combo too much i think there may have been one or two people out of the 20 or so players and they very rarely played that deck anyway and then you know the fellow our guardian ban was we saw that coming and then with aetherworks marvel being banned that was I was glad it was banned because a turn four Ulamog was really, really nasty, but it was also a start of something new where you were sort of afraid to build a top tier deck because you're thinking, oh great, you know, is what I'm going to play just going to get banned later on? And our sort of fears were sort of realized back in January of 2018 when they banned Attune with Aether, Rogue Refiner, Run em Up Ruins, and Rampaging Ferocidon. That's four bans right there in, you know, in, it's a lot of cards, right? Um, so 2017 saw the ban of one, two, three, four, five standard cards and then 2018 saw the ban of four more standard cards now to be fair standard didn't see any other bans for the rest of 2018 but still by that point a lot of people's faith in the format at least investing in the format especially in my local area was definitely shaken because once again people were afraid to invest in top tier decks and if you are the kind of player that has to buy all their standard decks or have to trade and get the standard decks you want and you don't have the ability to borrow decks like some people it's that can be pretty devastating to your wallet right having to pay one to 200 maybe 300 bucks into a top tier deck that you really want to play only for all the cards to be banned and then you have no real recourse of trading in those cards because they're completely worthless now that doesn't feel good and it kind of makes you bitter to where what's the point of me even playing standard at this point so 2019 rolls around and that and i like i said i will admit we didn't see any standard bannings until October of this year. So for the most part, standard was relatively stable to basically play and invest in. And then when M20 came out, and then when Throne of Eldraine came out as well too. Yeah, because October, they banned Field of the Dead shortly after Throne of Eldraine came out. So Field of the Dead was banned which was a pretty degenerate land. I love the land, though, by the way. It's, it, it, it was a fun deck, but completely dumb, and how you could just overrun the field, and there wasn't really a lot of good land removal at the time. Or at this time, during Standard. So I understood why that card was banned. Then, a couple weeks later, or actually, when was this banned? So, yeah, back in November, last month, we have... 
Oko Thief of Crowns, Once Upon a Time, and Veil of Summer Band. Because lo and behold, once you get rid of Field of the Dead, what else is left but Oko Thief of Crowns? And Oko is extremely degenerate, especially a turn to Oko. It can just overrun your board and you just don't really know what to do at that point. And Once Upon a Time, a free spell to be able to dig through your library to get a land or creature is pretty pretty degenerate it's really powerful it's a much better ancient stirrings and then veil of summer which is basically a green counter spell so to say it's a green counter spell that also lets you draw a card which is just ridiculous and it's not really a counter spell per se but essentially you know you yeah it's essentially a counter spell right in a sense but it's gotten to the point now where there's a sort of shift in the way people are thinking of standard at least with the game becoming bigger i've sort of noticed this trend of people screaming for bands and i think a lot of this may have to do with maybe people coming from other games like hearthstone or other popular online games like league of legends or call of duty or counter-strike where you where the the developers would kowtow to the player base if something does appear to be not so much fun and people are complaining a lot right because and i'm not saying this is what's happening that what wizards is doing this but it it's hard to not feel that way that people are no really longer trying to adapt to the metagame they want things banned and i'm not saying that field of the dead oko once upon a time veil of summer were very strong they were very powerful cards i would have been interested in maybe seeing field of the dead oko and veil of summer banned and seeing if once upon a time still would have made things really you know uh twerked um uh, i can't think of the word right now uh you know perverse towards green more so because right now i have been seeing a lot of people talk about how white feels very underrepresented in standard right now and i i can understand that i get it and the a lot of the complaints I'm seeing about Sander right now is there's the cat oven decks and then there's fires decks and uh, you know we can look at the mythic championship seven decks that were listed uh, just going through the decks right now I see Azorius control uh, Esper control one person has Esper control five color fires which I have been playing both versions of Ken Yuki heroes and Shota Yasuka's decks they are both extremely fun it's they're probably not as good as Jeskai fires but i find five color fires to be more fun and then there's golgari adventure golgari sacrifice is it flash uh, Jeskai fires jun sacrifice racto sacrifice which is another fun deck i've tried the jund version of it and i'm probably playing it wrong but i just don't find it as good as the rakdos the Jund version definitely has some better cards like Corvold in it or Corvold. I don't know how you really say the name. But we're also seeing Simic Flash, Simic Ramp, Salt Eye Ramp, Teamer Adventure, and Teamer Reclamation. So there is a pretty diverse field in standard now. It's not so much field decks and 
and Oko Simic food decks or Sultai food. So overall, a lot of the bannings have been good for standard. I, I will admit that, but it's also a little bit worrisome for standard. On the other hand, you, I personally have not built a standard paper deck since I think I think I stopped playing paper standard either right before or right after Ravnica Allegiance and my last paper standard deck was Jeskai Control. Now at this point I have no desire to build a paper standard deck and I mean and it's also partly due to the fact that I took apart my modern and legacy decks too. I have no desire to really play any kind of competitive format at this point in my magic playing career. It's pretty much just EDH and cube and maybe once in a while go to a pre-release if I can swing it, right? So, but for a long time there, I, I still really enjoy standard. I love standard. It's such a fun format. I love playing with the new cards, building awesome, fun new decks, but I just can't see myself wanting to play paper and invest in paper anymore for standard and this was sort of the topic of today's episode and sort of what I wanted to talk about because I made a few polls on social media like I said earlier just basically asking people how are they currently playing standard I posed this on Facebook on a Magic Arena group, and while I had about almost 200 people answer the poll, like I said, very small sample size, so this is an indicative of the the vast majority of Magic players out there, but I basically asked on, on Facebook and Twitter, and my Twitter one got a little over 100 votes as well too, I asked, how are you playing Standard currently? And the options were Magic Arena, Magic Online, Paper, or a mixture of both. And overwhelmingly, people chose Magic Arena. And sadly, very, very, very little people chose Magic Online. And Magic Online was the the least amount of people that, or the the least amount of option or votes that it got. And Paper was also a very small selection as well. And even even mixture of digital and paper wasn't as big as I thought it would be as well. I thought mixture of digital and paper would have been the second biggest choice or the second biggest selection, but it appeared to not be. And like I said, granted, I know this is a very small sample size, so I get it. I understand. Um, but Magic Arena obviously being the number one choice. And at this point with Magic Arena being out, for well over a year and now that it's officially out this year i'm really not surprised standard is the most played on arena it's that's the only way i am probably going to be playing standard for the foreseeable future i don't see myself ever really building a paper standard deck again unless a bug gets up my butt and i decide to want to play it right and it's kind of indicative also that there's a lot of casual players out there that just don't want to spend the money to play standard as well. Yeah, you can you can put in a lot of money in Magic Arena, and I have done so. I can pretty much build any tier deck in Magic Arena. I don't mind spending 
50 bucks, right? Or maybe even a hundred bucks when a new set comes out. I'm, I'm what you would consider a whale for Magic Arena because I don't mind spending the money for the cards. And to me, if I spend a hundred bucks per set, that to me, while overall I'm going to be losing money out because I have no way to get that return of investment or anything, but I can also save up my gold and just buy a crap ton of packs where I just grind for the gold and spend my time as well. I don't need to drop the money. And this is something that I do. I don't draft on Magic Arena. I am not a fan of limited at all on Magic Arena. I'm just not a fan of the AI drafting. I prefer to draft with real people and pods. And the fact that I don't even spend my gold at all until a new set comes out. By the time a new set comes out, at least for the past at least for this entire year actually I've always had close to a hundred thousand gold that I just buy a bunch of packs in the newest set and that gives me so many wild cards and a really good chunk of the collection of that set that I now can pretty much build almost any tier deck you know if I didn't spend that maybe extra 50 to 100 bucks per set I'd still have a there's probably a still fairly high chance that I could play most if not almost all the high tier decks and standard and build pretty much whatever I want and that's the sort of beauty of a magic arena for me that I don't need to spend money on this I can just grind for the gold and I have no problem saving up the money and when the new set comes out I will cash out all my gold and get all you know the 50 to 100 packs open up those packs and get all those wild cards and boom I'll build a few decks that I want and usually what I do when a new set comes out anyway is I will save up my wild cards. I may play the old standard decks and all that until I start to see what the metagame is starting to evolve to. I will admit, I'm a net decker through and through. I just have... The deck building bug has been kind of gone for me from standard for a long time, at least for a couple years now. Because I used to do a lot of homebrew standard decks homebrew jank and it it just hasn't hit me i'll i'll homebrew i'll build janky edh decks all day every day but for standard i'm just it it, it hasn't hit me there's been a few times i've tried to build a few janky decks but eh, for the most part it's kind of eh, forget about it you know but i digress getting back to this is I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all that majority of people feel the need to just play standard on arena. And, you know, I also posed this question on a Reddit thread on mag on the R magic TCG subreddit. And a lot of people have said, so I asked the question, as we all know, with standard receiving a lot of bans in the past few months, how are you playing standard and how often do you find yourself less inclined to play paper standard with fears of bans? Personally, I stopped playing Paper Standard when Ravnica, Ravnica Allegiance came out. I found myself playing more on Magic Arena than I did on paper and didn't want to waste the money to invest in a deck if I was just going to play it maybe once or twice a month. Since I stopped going to PTQs and IQs, I'm curious to hear everyone else's thoughts. So I had quite a few people reply to it. And a lot of people said, you know, they don't really play competitive, so they play jank online. Some people want to wait for Pioneer to come into Magic Arena. But 
And a lot of people didn't mention that standard feels a lot more enjoyable post bands. And some people didn't mention that there's zero hesitation or fear of playing standard and they just want to keep grinding it. And, you know, there are going to be the grinders out there that are like that. But some people did say, you know, they play standard on arena. It's the only reasonable way for me to play magic. And that one I sort of resonate a lot with as well, too, because I don't get to play paper magic a lot anymore. I've, I've said this many times on the podcast. I only get to maybe play once or twice a month, really. And most of the time it's EDH. I I built this new cube and I haven't even played it yet. I'm just trying to work and get some time to be able to play it. And then eventually I'll get to it. You know, just like most things in life, you get to it eventually. And it's magic arena has been sort of a godsend to me. And I've talked about before how I just don't like magic online. I've tried so many times to get into magic online. I just can't do it. It's not for me. It's too slow. It's too clunky. And at this point, I just don't have the patience for it. Magic Arena fills in that niche for me to where I can get a couple games in and I feel satisfied with playing that. And I really wish they had Brawl 24-7 because Wednesdays I don't normally get to play Magic Arena. So, Wizards, if you're listening, anyone out there from Wizards, Brawl 24-7, please. And, but, whatever. And, so yeah. That's I've talked about this before, that Magic Arena is sort of a godsend for that fact that I can play at any time and feel just fine. And one of the questions I wanted to pose to where, how has this really impacted the community for Magic the Gathering? And I feel that this has impacted the community to really shift more players into Arena if they want to play standard there's like i said there's always going to be your players that play both paper or digital or they just play paper they stay away from digital and that's fine but i really feel that the community has shifted more towards arena i talked to a few of my friends in in my area that play a lot of magic and they've told me the same thing they don't play fnm on fridays anymore they either do something else or if they really want to play standard they'll play on magic arena and i'm i'm one of those people as well and i feel that the future impact of this i don't know what exactly the future might hold for this because I would assume that Arena, as long as Arena does well and the client gets better and better and a lot of the promise features that you know they said are coming, I don't see Standard ever really shrinking for Magic Arena unless it Watsy does something really bad and just craps the bed on it. But I, I really hope, I hope they don't because this is been the best digital you know product that they've come out with for magic but um i i definitely foresee magic arena cannibalizing more and more the paper standard players if you're not a grinder if you don't if i guess a grinder or pro player are are the best a selection for these if you're not really one of those or if you're not one of those fnm warriors I, I don't really see a point in why you would want to build a paper standard deck 
if you're trying to go for more competitive and that's that's I, I guess maybe that's not fair because of casual players right too because there are people that like building casual standard decks or budget standard decks so I, I but I still feel that Magic Arena is always going to be the most amount of people playing standard on there now what I think has probably saved a lot of the new standard sets coming out is Pioneer as well because Pioneer I, I am interested in playing Pioneer but only on digital format and they did mention that Magic Arena is going to have Pioneer eventually and that's probably where I'm going to play Pioneer I tried getting into Historic not a fan of it too much uh, right now I'm not too much of a fan of Historic on, on Magic Arena but that could be another episode but I, I I think I think for sure that there's going to be more players playing standard on Magic Arena for the foreseeable future, it, it, at least if I had to guess. And has the shift gone has has the shift in standard gone more over to digital rather than paper? I would say yes for sure that there's going to be more people playing digital than paper when it comes to standard. And I think it's going to be like that for a while. And one of the questions asked is what has my experience been like? And at least in my local area, there's still a relatively healthy standard scene on Fridays. I have definitely noticed it diminish, especially during the field of the dead and Oko eras of standard but it does seem to have picked back up post bannings. And the last question is, do I foresee standard gradually seeing more play to digital? And yes, like I mentioned before, I do see standard becoming more digital than anything in the future. And I think that's the future of standard. And I'm in, like I said, that's not to say that there won't be any more paper standard. I just feel there's going to be less and less players doing so. If you're not a grinder or a, a pro player so i think that about covers it up for this episode here and it was a relatively short episode and i feel it was a pretty nice tight episode really tightly woven with a really good topic and i hope you all enjoyed it you know i want to hear your thoughts on this you know am i right am i wrong am i completely crazy am i just do i even know what magic the gathering is no i don't but it's i i, I like talking of these kind of topics because it's interesting seeing how the shift of the community has become as magic is growing and it's growing insanely i've mentioned so many times especially in the content creator community i don't know who anybody is anymore and you see people blowing up all the time and it's just like i don't know who you are but any i digress um but just even just the community itself is just blowing up insanely but so it's there's there's going to be a shift more towards digital which is to be expected this should have happened a couple years ago back in 2015 or so and but we're we're getting there now so wizards is finally getting there and it's i definitely play more magic than i probably ever have in the past couple years and it's it's a lot of magic because i do play a lot of magic arena yeah i took a break for a little bit but now i'm starting to dive back in i'm finding some fun standard decks that i like and i'm at least trying to play a couple matches a day and try to get my 15 wins a day or or minimum get the 15 wins a week at least 
And yeah. So there you have it. That's the episode. Uh, once again, uh, thank you again to Coach from the Card Bazaar for showcasing these videos on your channel and these episodes. I very much appreciate it. Coach is a wonderful, wonderful, awesome man. And be sure to check out the 10th Street Hooligans podcast, which is on live every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we do a bunch of crazy stuff. We do a Supreme Verdict show. We do random episodes where we just talk random stuff we also try to do like little fun game show episodes uh we do D at least once a month where i dm an episode and try to herd cats through a door because that's what it's like playing with these hooligans is herding cats a lot of times but it's fun it's it's a lot of fun though and yeah, so Magic Zuby can be found on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and Spotify. Uh, if you want to reach out to me, you can reach out to me via Twitter at Magic with Zuby, and you can email me with any questions you have at mtgzuby at gmail.com. And you can look at the show's Patreon at patreon.com slash magicwithzuby if you wish. And thank you again to my sponsor, legitmtg.com, for sponsoring and putting up with me for almost four years now. And that does it. Have a great night, everybody.